0: To learn more, visit UASCC.org or UnitedWayNCC.org.
1: You've been listening to Community Matters. If you thought about becoming a cat foster, the Chautauqua County Humane Society says the time is perfect for that. Brian Papalea tells us how you can do that. We have on the line with us Chautauqua County Humane Society's Brian Papalea. Brian, it's good to be talking again. Hi, Julia. It's good to talk to you. So we've you've said you have some updates with something we anticipated was going to happen but is now on hold or has been canceled. So, that would be the walk for pause. So what What's the story with the walk for pause?
2: Yeah, uh, the walk for for pause was originally set to happen uh, this Saturday, the tenth, um, in downtown Jamestown. Um, just a number of factors. It's just that we've we've seen some real challenges here at the shelter. Um, you know, regarding being overstocked with animals for part of the summer. Um, I've actually had some health issues that have played into this, just all sorts of different things. So we have decided that we are going to cancel the walk for pause for this year. Um, but we are really, really hoping and intending on holding it in Jamestown next year in 2023. So we're, you know, hoping uh, things will be in a better place at that point and we can get this going and, and really, you know, celebrate the idea that we're going to do the walk in Jamestown and help the animals here at the Humane Society.
1: Mm-hmm. You mentioned in there that you, you have a lot of animals that are at the shelter right now. Uh, is there anything that is being done where if are, are you doing any kind of events to encourage people to adopt or any kind of fostering things going on?
2: Well, we're always encouraging people to adopt. So we'd love for anybody to go to either chqhumane.org and, and view with, you know, the available animals. Right now, we actually don't have a ton of dogs on the site, but we had to have the floors and the kennels redone because they were getting old and the dogs were able to kind of pull the floor up a little bit. But now that's been taken care of, so everybody can be safe and happy. Um, And then uh, we do have um, something we'll talk about in a minute is our foster program. We are loaded up with cats and kittens right now, and we have a bunch of kittens that are supposed to come back from foster next week, but we don't have space for them in the building. So our intention at this point, depending on the fact that everybody is the right weight so they can be spayed or neutered, and all of that works out, we will be at the Chautauqua Mall from noon to 3 on Saturday, September seventeenth. And uh, we are hopefully, you know, assuming all that works out, going to have a bundle of kids for people able to come.
1: Wow, that sounds like a fun event. And if, if someone's looking at maybe helping out with some fostering, what are the requirements to become a foster?
2: Um, Really, we have you fill out a foster application. Uh, There's a conversation about, you know, the responsibilities that come with it because there's no expense. It's really come down to, you know, you offering, or the foster offering the time, having the gloves to give the animal, to socialize and all that. Um, As far as any kind of medical food expense, anything like that, that's all covered by the shelter, our uh, veterinary technician, and, you know, it's always uh, available to help people, our foster coordinators, are always able to help people should something medically arise. So really, um, it, it's a great program and we find that it's awesome, you know, to see when people are done with their first foster experience or people that have done many foster experiences, they always have that same kind of just fulfillment and happiness that they were able to do that for that animal
1: yeah and I, I was thinking that when it comes to fostering that I didn't realize that all the medical expenses that, that was picked up by the humane society as part of I guess the arrangement between the you know humane society and the, and the people who are doing the fostering
2: yeah because we're just super grateful that the people are you know taking the time to love the animals and take them in and to try to make it as easy as possible for them I know um that like one of our cats uh, was a they used to call it foster failure. Now they're calling them foster wins <laughs> because uh, a friend of mine was fostering two kittens. We ended up each adopting one of them because sometimes you do, you know, you get so attached that you just can't let go. And that's, that's cool too. I mean, it's a good way if you are thinking about maybe adopting or should that randomly happen. I mean, there's a lot of good ways for that outcome to end well.
1: Mm-hmm. And, and really for people who may be looking at adopting a cat or adopting a dog. That when the dog or cat or, or other animals have been fostered out, they're more prepared to enter into an adoption situation.
2: Oh yeah, you know something uh, regarding the dogs. We do have our expedition program, which is a, a, a considered a short-term foster. And that's something where you can come down to the shelter during our open hours, which you can find on uh, chqhumane.org, and you can take a dog out for a couple hours, take a dog out for a day. And you can do that just to give the dog a break and have a good time. Or if you're thinking about adopting that dog, that's not like a short-term foster. That is a great way to get to know some of our animals.
1: And that can be really important because you really, when you're adopting it, you want to find a good match for for the human and also for the animal itself, because you know when you're bringing an animal into your home, optimally, it's, as they say, a forever home.
2: Sure. And something I will kind of stress about the expedition is there's no expectation that somebody would adopt, you know, really the, the idea is just to give the dog a break, you know, from the shelter life. We do it the best we can, but it's still going to be a shelter. It's going to be higher stress than when you're out with a person.
1: That's that's a good thing to know. Uh, So uh, anyway, we'll we'll look forward to and hope that everything works out for the uh, September 17th event at Chautauqua Mall. And also, who doesn't want to meet some new kittens? That's for sure. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, other things going on. You mentioned that uh, Second Chances, uh, which is kind of like I call it I call it the thrift store arm of of Humane Society um, and also a favorite place to go find all kinds of treasures (laughs) uh, that they, they have some things going on. Yeah, we've
2: seen some really cool with the holiday season coming around. Uh, they're starting to get, like, the Halloween items. I even saw I was there yesterday, and uh, this saw they were starting to get some, like, you know, it's a little early maybe to say this, but some of the Christmas, you know, decorations are coming out and stuff like that, but, you know, people have to plan ahead. And then as far as the non-holiday stuff, I mean, we always have tons of uh, new and brand new brand name clothing, there's, you know, home goods, pretty much anything you can
1: and when you're thinking about that you know, it's, it's we are back to school already at this point but people might be still looking for some back to school things for kids and also I mean yeah, I, I don't think it's ever too early to do some holiday shopping uh, let's be real we know that when we go into the stores we, we're smelling the cinnamon broomsticks probably in the middle yeah. of August you know at, at the yeah. bigger box stores so I, I think in, if it second chances as I'm out maybe starting now that they're they're probably right on time uh, but uh, yeah no, it's a, one of those things that we keep hearing about inflation in the news and that is probably this is one of those ways you can help support a local agency while also being um appropriately festive.
2: Yeah, and you know, people when they are shopping or donating to second chances, they're helping that's part of what helps co- you know, the co- cover the cost of care for the animals here at the shelter so it's definitely something you can feel good about along with enjoying what you the deals you're finding and all that.
1: Mm-hmm. With all these animals at the shelter, is there anything that you're finding that you're in need of for donations?
2: Um, we can always use... Actually, one of the big things is food for our pet pantry. Um, we, have, we work with the Salvation Army, and then uh, here in the next maybe week or two, we're actually um, teaming up with Meals on Wheels to get some pet food out to seniors in need. Um, so, yeah, anybody that wants to donate any kind of pet food for our pet pantry is... Awesome. Um, cleaning supplies are always good. Blankets, uh, wash balls. Uh, We don't accept pillows, just a heads up on that one. Um, but yeah, bed sheets are always good. Uh, money, money is always awesome. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think, <laughs> yeah, yeah they say cash. Maker. Yeah, cash is king. <laughs>
2: But I know that people do like to, you know, to help with the tangible goods for so that stuff. And there's a list on our website chqhumane.org. And really, anything anybody wants to donate is awesome.
1: Great. Well, is there anything else that you'd like to update us on?
2: No, that's good. I just invite people to either stop by or uh, look on chqhumane.org and adopt some animal.
1: Great. Well, Brian, it's, as always, it's great talking with you. Thank you, Julia.